In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glover's Cast, the only podcast about table-topping Yeovil Town Football Club and FA Cup first round-bound Yeovil Town Football Club. Here to talk about a big win, a giant killing maybe, to be determined, against Southend United on Saturday is David Coates. Hello on Saturday, David Coates. How are we? I don't think I've spoken since I joined this uh, this little stream, but... Uh... The dulcet tones of the two of you talking about uh, all sorts of things, and uh, and now this is what my voice sounds like. <laughs> We've only just started, Dave. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was no conversation before this. It's down to business. <laughs> all business. We are. And you've heard him referenced already. But Ben Barrett is also here. Hello, Ben. Hiya. Um, how many Yeovil Town quadruple winner T-shirts do we need? Just because uh, I'm because I'm writing an email now. And I'm just wondering how many we need. Upwards of three. Upwards of... Thousand? <laughs> okay. I spent, yeah, more than just us three. Let's go. How are we? Are we good? Very good. How was your very Saturday, good. Ian? My Saturday was very exciting. A thrilling afternoon. Uh, not quite as thrilling as last week, but the same result at the other end of it. And a uh, happy, happy Hewish Park, I'd say, come 90 minutes. Or 90 Dave. plus, whatever. Dave, you know Ian's had a good Saturday when he conks out on the sofa on Saturday night. <laughs> just went, yeah. He just went black, didn't he? He just yeah. went dark. The, the, the chat was going off. I've done this. We're sorting this out. That was good, wasn't it? I enjoyed that. Excellent this. Well done, everybody. Nothing from Perkins, <laughs> and we just thought, <laughs> he's gone on the sofa. Yeah, he's accurate. accurate when I woke up and saw, do you reckon Ian's asleep on the sofa again? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that, that was about midnight, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this absolutely happened. Yeah, no, I didn't even see it till the morning because I my phone died with all the stuff that was going on that I wasn't looking at, and then I just trundled up to bed. <laughs> just, just a standard, just a standard Saturday night in GCHQ, I tell you. Correct. <laughs> the way GCHQ. we roll, GCHQ. That's where we are, isn't it? They'll be listening. Yeah, I'm always listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was the stream, Dave? Have you been robbed of your riches yet? No, no, I haven't. It was uh, I, I, I did, I did hear your voice going through my head. Um, well, at the beginning when it, and I could kind of hear, yeah, sort of like intermittent Gary Hours and Sheridan. Um, and I thought, oh, this ain't gonna be good. And then it settled out. First half, perfect. And once he got the first couple of minutes out of the way, and then at the uh, the start of the second half, it was just carried on playing the music, and it was like we've kicked off. Joe Day's made the save. Da, da, da. I was like, right, is anyone going to switch this on? And then suddenly you just got this flash of what looked like the the back of the whatever the Bartley stand is called these days, the back of there, and you just saw this corrugated iron, and then it it, it 
it went back to the um to the screensaver again and then suddenly we were back in back in the game. So missed about the first five minutes of the second half. But um yeah, that was but your bank account bank account is uh as still in As far as I can tell, I might even have more money than I had <laughs> ahead of it. <laughs> It was payday in between, so oh, okay. that might have something to do with it. They're yeah. paying in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. These scammers are getting worse. I tell you. Yeah, Giving ben you will, money now. Ben will buy a stream next time. I know. Yeah, that exactly, there. and that's where they'll recoup it. Yeah, that's where they get their money back. <laughs> uh, but no, it was uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I can't fault it really. Yeah, good. I have to say, two weeks in a row behind the goal. Um, shouting a lot it's been it's been fun and you know beforehand going to the badgers bar and having a few drinks as well been been nice and it is it's you can tell what a difference it makes to supporters going in knowing they've been looked after beforehand um a little bit lubricated and everyone's happy Everyone's happy once they're inside. It's it's yeah, it, it's great, and it's like the last the last few times I went before all of this, before we had new ownership, and it was just bleak and grim, and no one wanted to be there. But yeah, people actually want to be there, and it's nice. Oh, and the football's good. The, the, we're winning games, which also helps massively. Yeah, massively. It's just nice to see. I've I've literally just watched HP Source before. We started recording and obviously we've got the, the terrace cam and a couple of the long wide shots. And you're thinking, were there people up in that top left-hand corner at the back end of the last season? Were they there? I don't think they were there. What about those at the top right-hand corner? Why are those sides of the terrace feeling a little bit more full? Mm. I know the numbers are good and you just you have to think it makes a little bit of a difference. And you just great to see people being able to go having a good time. I think it's noisy as well the whole time. That's the thing. As well, it's not just people turning up and standing there. There is, there is noise throughout the afternoon as well. Yeah, I said this. I, that that was one thing I didn't think the stream really, uh, really got across. Because whenever there, whenever there were goals, it was just there was a lot of polite clapping going on, and I'm so, <laughs> and I could I could just see that the Thatcher stand when Jordan Young's goal went in, burst into uh, limbs, as the kids say, and um, I thought, yeah. It can't just be polite clapping going on there, can there? <laughs> it's got to be more than polite clapping, surely. Yes, definitely more than polite clapping. Stabby, what a... Well, I'm looking forward, to, looking forward to this at uh, a Worthing, yeah. Some <laughs> bit of, bit of, well, I'll, I'll be driving, so I don't think I'll be lubricating myself pretty much, but... You are... Right, right. Hang on. I know this is a Thursday conversation, but let's. Can I just ask for some numbers? How long is it going to take you to drive to Worthing? I think if I don't stop, about five hours. Five hours, and thus five hours back. Yes, but I am planning to stop on the way back. I've got a friend who lives in. Uh, oh, I see. Stop properly. Okay. <laughs> it's uphill on the way back as well. So it's yeah, longer. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You got the wind against you. Yeah. So, so where are you going? Northampton. Cobblers. Exactly. Yeah. Very good, Ben. Well um, done. So it's about, <laughs> yeah, about halfway, I think, Northampton. So it'll mm. only be the uh, the seven and a half hours uh, only. drive on the Saturday. So For 90 minutes of those gloves. Yeah, exactly. Well, I keep... Uh, I, I keep He's been burned cold. before. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Been burned before on a uh, uh, alternative surface. 
So, um, yeah. Oh, God. It, okay, that's it's a Thursday conversation. Yeah. You've only watched us away on alternative services, haven't you, this season, Dave? Yes, true. Maybe you're the problem. So you're the yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, as, as, as much as I would love to claim I'm that influential... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say maybe I'm not. <laughs> yeah, we'll email the stewards at Worthing. So if you see this man, yeah, don't, don't let, let him in. in. <laughs> well, in which case, I'm not bother Gary. <laughs> it's a long way to get turned back, isn't it? <laughs> um, I said pre-South End that I thought we might need to be a bit cagey at the start, take our time, grow into the game. Not do anything stupid early doors. You wanted changes to the team. I wanted changes to the team. And I learned very quickly at about 2 o'clock and then again at about 3.02pm that I am not fit to be a football manager. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know about your management, but we started started brightly. <laughs> you know, it was a, another like set piece, half cleared. Oh, it's fallen to Jake Wannell. Bang! Like that was a pretty clean hit for a yeah. centre back. Uh, watching the highlights, a really little geeky thing stood out to me. The ball goes in, and there's just a split second where he realizes he's not going to get it, and so he stops his run. And I don't know who the South End number six is, but the South End number six continues with the wave of players back to the six yard line. So when the ball drops back off, Jake Wallace has got the freedom of that area to take his time, pick his spot and hit the thing. And yeah. to have that awareness, that's that's only a confidence thing of someone in a group that can be confident to say, well, I'm not getting to that ball. That ball's not for me. Get in a position that you can maybe be effective should it come your way. That's just, it's such clever little split second decisions that we just, we just it's, it's, it's a novelty to see us making these kinds of decisions. And but even even there, I think that it landed to the like landed on Jake Wannell's foot. You're thinking, yep. oh, if only that was Jordan Young at the at the moment. But then, then he's just yeah. Well, listening to Mark um, Cooper talk to Sheridan after the after the game, and he, he said uh, about him uh, how he's. He co- he's been coached and you can see how the coaching is coming out of there. Then you realise that he's being coached by Marcus Stewart as well as Chris <laughs> Todd and Mark Cooper and you think, oh, maybe that is where it comes from. Yeah, here's how you strike a ball properly, Jake. All oh, right, okay. I'll go out and do that. And Jesus Christ, if Marcus Stewart scored that, he'd have been proud of it, wouldn't he? But Yeah. yeah. Also, and here's how you mark a striker yeah. <laughs> like Marcus Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the really most intelligent nice, striker we've ever had. Like, yeah, it, it's a great finish, and, and we sort of well, when I was there, we commented during the game that because then it was South End on top, just keeping the ball, knocking it around. It was so good that we had that lead, and we had something. I don't, we didn't necessarily sit on it, but we just cherished it more than anything, and we defended so well. I think there were moments where they got in on the. On the left-hand side, I think it was Bridges on the left-hand side, who was, um, or Bridge, was Bridge, giving, yeah. yeah, he was giving um, Michael Smith a bit of a torrid time. What did you say, David? Our WhatsApp. 
You said, said he, he made him look a mere mortal uh, <laughs> on, a, on, on a couple of occasions, which is he instantly earned me much grief off of Mr. Elliot Watts, who uh, <laughs> has found himself a new Charlie Lee or, yeah, whatever other uh, aging footballer he, 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 he chooses to adore <laughs> at the moment. So but, he, definitely Michael Smith. He mess. Uh, uh, well, actually, I'll save it for the questions. I, I will ask you the question. He may have asked you two the same question, but I'll ask it you on uh, when we even, get to But even when they were getting those crosses in, we were just dealing with it. Yeah. And like Cardwell scored a lot of goals, and I yeah. think Mark Cooper said after how they just exactly practiced been... defending crosses. Yeah, the whole exactly. Time. Well, he said he said they 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 wanted them in swinging rather than sort of from the byline, so he could get the get the power on him and yeah that's exactly what we were doing wasn't it yeah well yeah every time bridges bridge cut back onto his right foot like every single time it's a bit like watching jordan young on the other side of the pitch um but just we just handled it with ease like there there was all their shots were rangy ones really and even then i when i watched the highlights back that first half it felt like joe day had quite a bit to do from watching the highlights but when you're stood behind the goal and you see how wide those shots are going, it was all very comfortable and the shots were just, you know, straight at him. The crosses were straight at him. It was, it was easy really for, for him in the goal. I, I was, I was listening. If, if my boss is here, this, no, I wasn't, I was working. Um, and I rarely heard the name Cardwell. Yeah. And I, I just, that was, it was so pleasing that's just probably some good scouting of oppositions and here's how we're going to deal with it. And you just nullify a player like that in let's, let's get it right. A good South end team, a small South end team in terms of numbers, but a good team, that team bulked out should be more than uh, more than happy. It's still aiming for the playoffs, right? Well, we said on Thursday, didn't we, that if you, if you took the deduction, added the deduction 10 points and they are in the playoffs. So, Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, think I was listening to what Chris Phillips said to you, and he was saying that there's there's a lot of very good players in there, um, and yeah, you could tell. I mean, Jack Bridge, I remember him from when we played up at their place. He's yeah, he's absolute menace. So yeah, and their their number six was Ollie Kensdale, mm-hmm. who he was pretty dominant airily. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? I had such a good point to make, but it's gone. That's <laughs> it's gone. I was going to interrupt Dave, and then I uh, let it go. Like Elsa. Let it go. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'll come back at a totally irrelevant time. But... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but So how much credit do we give to, to Jake Wannell for the keeping uh, uh, for, for, for Harry Cardwell and... Uh, Quiet. I've quiet. I've remembered my point. Oh, cool. <laughs> was it um, Jake Wannell? Really? <laughs> <needs better. laughs> no, it was Mooney who came off. Ah, yeah. In the first half, he oh, was yeah. looking really good, um, and I thought he was having a good game up until he came off, and then they brought on their two sixteen-year-olds that came on, didn't they? The subs they made, mm, and yeah. I think it might have been a, you know, it could have been a more difficult afternoon had Mooney been able to stay on the pitch for. The entire game because he certainly a lot was coming through him. He was ill, wasn't he? He was touch and go. Apparently, he was ill rather than injured. Yeah. So uh, their bench was two sixteen-year-olds and Nathan Ralph, who probably shouldn't have been there. Yeah. So I think they kind of forced Mooney out and said, 
if it ain't working, mate, we'll have to take you off. And yeah, it appears it uh, it wasn't working. Yeah. As for the one all Cardwell situation, I think it was a bit of all of them, really. I mean, kind of between both one all and Williams, they were sort of defending him. Um, it was just a really good, like it was a, it was a solid performance from Jake Wannell, and I think it was one that's been his probably his best so far. And I think when you consider the opposition, um, he's he's not saying he's had bad games at all. He's always looked like pretty solid, but it was just one of those where no one was going to get anything out of him. I think when they, we played Truro at home, there was a mistake that they nearly scored from. There's moments where he sort of looked a little bit out of position at the start of the season but it was just yeah a perfect center back performance really won everything in the air he's so good with the ball as well i think which makes such a difference that's something that Taunton brand said about him wasn't it that he can sort of bring the ball out of um out of defense and definitely seeing that yeah and especially like on that left hand side with like it's almost like that little triangle of one or Whittle and Hours is just, I don't know, it's just really clicking between them all. I don't know if it's just all, they're all like left-footed club, so they all just hang out together all the time. Maybe they're left-handers as well, so they all do left-handed club too. High five with it, just the left hand. Yeah. That's their little signal. Yeah. They only open doors with their left hand. But I guess it's those little relationships that build up all over the place. I mean, we'll, we'll no doubt talk about the other goal, but it's three players linking up again in a little triangle. It's those players getting to know each other and we're starting to see that click now after a fairly major overhaul in the summer. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that it was clear that once we got that goal, I don't think we necessarily thought, let's sit back, but it was very much a let's draw them in. And, you know, even in the first half, there's that, Reese Murphy, ball up to Reese Murphy. He holds it up. Dawes runs inside and has a really good chance. He should probably do better with it. it. Almost to the point that you wanted Dawes to be the one who plays that into Murphy. And then it's 2 0. But... but even in that, even on that, if you watch it back, Jordan Young is making an yeah. absolute beeline to be in the empty space. It's those three, again, in a little group, yeah. making a little tandem sort of triangle. And it's those. It's those extra runs that we weren't making last season. And those are the things I keep thinking about. If you put that that position into last season's team, I can absolutely see Oliver Bore making that little flick around the corner. I can absolutely see somebody picking the ball up and having a shot. What I'm not seeing is somebody else, the third person, bombing forward into an area to make it happen. And that's where the goal comes from in the second half. The third runner. You have the two people linking up, and last season they had been running into a dead end because the extra body wasn't there. And yeah. this season we are seeing the three. That's where it starts to really click. When you get a third person, it might be Michael Smith playing to Michael uh, to to Frank Nublay, and then a third person gets involved. You've got a bombing on Jordan Young. You've got Jordan Stevens making a run or something else. It's the third person that makes it makes an attack viable for me and that's a real thing that I've noticed when I've watched clips and when I've watched highlights good goals happen because of three what did I say that remember that goal I said was my favorite goal Michael Smith lays the ball off delivery third person 
It's that you need the third person. Last season, we were only ever having two max. It's three this year. Dave, how many people do we need? 11. <laughs> no, well, only, only one of them to score a goal. But three. Three. Three, three. people. Right. It's a magic number. I did. Yeah. So we talk. I mean, first half was very much controlled, being bombarded, but keeping um, South End out. Second half started pretty similarly and coming at us, but eventually we broke. I think one all hoofs it clear, doesn't he? One all hoofs may be harsh. One all puts it forward towards Murphy. Murphy round the corner to Dawes. Gary Hours is screaming, two on one, two on one, <laughs> as he plays it to Jordan Young. But it quickly becomes three on one, with or one on three, because Jordan Young gets surrounded, somehow squeezes through. I don't know how we didn't lose that. It looked like he lost it at least twice on his way through to goal. And then he just pokes it and it's like, shit, scored again. <laughs> Crazy. I don't it know was, how he does it, but credit it to him. Unreal though, just to squeeze through those people. Yeah. And then like, there's no other way that that ball goes in other than him falling over and just poking a toe out as far as he possibly can to get it under the keeper. It's just, you know, he scores really nice looking goals. But that one, it was a great goal, but it was one that he, you know, there was no sort of clean connection on it. It just had to be whatever he could get on it to get it past the keeper. And yeah, it was one of the better ones we've seen. Filthy, that's what it was. I love how his right foot never gets involved. <laughs> just it, it, The right foot's just saying over to the left one, you crack on, mate. I'll do the sandy bit. You crack on. Brings it down with his left, outside of his left boot. From doors. Yeah. That's what gets me. That is, is that control? Yeah. It's filthy. Outside of the left boot, up in the air, bring it down. Oh no, there's three players that have given me four millimeters of space. Let me just squeeze through you guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. Oh, poke it home. Filthy. Yeah. Hang that one in the Louvre as well. You absolutely can. Yeah. They are going to have to start putting like age verification on the highlights if we keep scoring goals like that. <laughs> are you over the age of 18? Yes. Date of birth. Rated our highlights from Hewish Park. Yeah. <laughs> rated our superstar, Jordan Young. <laughs> That's a wrestling one, Dave. That's a wrestling mean. reference, Dave. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm looking more confused than I usually am, to be honest with you. So, yeah. But I, I just like that even, it's, it's, all, it's such a good confidence thing, isn't it? Because Murphy just knows Dawes is running, doesn't look at him, doesn't reference him, but there's clearly a call. I'm gone, Murph. Dawes puts the afterburners on, looks up, there's Young, ping a cross ball across. That goes wrong 10 different ways last season. But it's just everything's running perfectly. So it's a really nice goal. Really nice goal. And we scored it at a time where we were just about to bring Zach Bell on. So Zach Bell had been stood on the side for a little while. And it was clear that, because at that point, it was just South End were just. They had three at the back and they were just coming straight through us all the time. And it was sort of, we needed to match them up a little bit and bring on that third centre-back um, or just bring on someone out wide, that extra wing-back. So then, yeah, Bell comes on straight afterwards and Staunton came on. Staunton came on a little bit afterwards as well. Didn't need to go through the middle. One thing I yeah. did notice, the, the swap for Nuble and Staunton, I don't know if you caught it on the stream, Dave, but... Frank was really uh, waving to the South End fans as he was leaving the pitch. 
He mentioned um, something about getting a. Uh, so he got some South End reject, didn't he? Um, uh, chance. I think he put something uh, on yeah, his yeah. um uh, on his Instagram. I think it was about it. But yeah, he did tweet. Didn't he tweet that there were some whoppers in the away end or something? Some whoppers. Like that. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he made it real point. The food on the floor. So there's a point where he he's running with the boys. Yeah. It's on HP Source. He's running with the ball, doing Frank the Tank, absolutely bulldozing people out of the way. And this guy gets in front of him and sort of trips over his own feet and knocks the ball out for a corner. And you just see Frank Newblake looking at him, pointing at him, laughing his head off, thinking, you just fell over on yourself, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was like... It was almost... He didn't He didn't clap... I, I think he might have clapped the Oval fans, but he clapped the Oval fans first, then turned around and just gave it a really deliberate, like... yeah. <laughs> Comedy wave at the South End fans. I think he was enjoying himself, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And he, you know, he had another game where, you know, the the negative Nellies will say, "Well, he didn't do anything, did he?" Like, but he's just a unit, and he makes it really difficult for, for like you can't get opponents. And I do think without without Frank Murphy doesn't get the goals that he gets or Murphy doesn't have the space that he, he gets because people have got to focus on this giant who's causing them problems a little bit further up which allows Murphy to play on the last line and make those sneaky runs or get those positions in the back post I mean it didn't work you know it didn't because we scored so early we didn't really have to try and break them down too much we didn't see that attacking play but yeah, it was another really, really good performance and a different kind of performance. You know, last week we just battered Avely for forty-five minutes, um, but this was a sort of not smash and grab. That's harsh, but you know we scored early, we held on to it, hit them on the counter, and you know you shared the stats and you been like sixty-three percent possession was it for South End, and they had a load more shots and ass, load more corners load more dangerous attacks whatever that means um and we still came away with came away with a w i think that win will do them so much good going into worthing games that are crucial at the top we will play taunton soon we will play bath soon we will play, we'll, we'll play good teams that are going to give us 20 30 minutes of test, and if we can go, well, look what we did to a good South End team, you can do this as well and still come out with a win. I hope, I hope that that it serves a real purpose because, as great as it is, battering sides left, right, and center, you're going to come up against Torquay, who are not going to let you batter them like Avery did, like Stoneham do, whoever it is. I hope that that match is one that sticks in their memories and they learn from it because. I think they're going to have to pull a few of those out potentially over the next month. I think it's confidence going into Gateshead into the next round as well. You've just beaten a team and I know we'll get onto it when we actually play Gateshead, but that's almost a draw. I like that game sticks out so much for all three of us, I think, as a game that it was really sort of over before it even started and all the post-match stuff that goes on at that game. And it's a real chance to sort of it's a cliche, but we're all about cliches to right a wrong that 
as was Southend. Yeah. As was that 2 0 loss on the telly. Yeah. That box feels like we've ticked now. We've we've avenged that one. They've got to go and avenge the Gateshead 4 0 that could have been 14. Do what we do to Gateshead, what we did to them last time they came down the length. Yeah. Before yeah. they turned it into a football team. <laughs> yeah. And let's get it right. Gateshead will not fancy that trip down. And Alex Fisher will be back. Oh, be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Yeah. Where does he get? Score a penalty. Bring yeah. him on to take the penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the penalty. Yeah. Anything else we need to write a wrong about, Dave? Would you have liked York in the cup? No. Oh, they've still got a replay, haven't they? They've still got a replay against Needham Market to get through. Well, now that now that's a right we could have wronged. Yeah, <laughs> a wrong we could have right. Yeah, wrong we could have. <laughs> um, no, uh, I yeah, uh, I I had multiple people get in touch with me to tell me they were right about Jordan Young at the um at the start of the season, referring to him as our breakout star, and mm. um, I look back through our predictions, and I think most of us said the same thing um, about Jordan Young. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, he's I... doing right. I think the the, the same thing. I, I remember saying Newblay could have the, the sort of a, a touch of the Warren Patmores about him at the time that uh, we played at this this level. I'm going to bore people with my war stories about playing at this level because in 20 years' time, all of you are banging on about how great regional football is. You're going to be as boring as I am. <laughs> so um... I don't think there's many listeners here who are going to compare Frank Newblay to Warren Patmore, though, Dave. No, well, in, in terms of when Warren Patmore signed for us. He was a big unit who caused the problems and uh, created goals for these names won't mean anything to you, but Giuliano Grazioli, uh, Dean Burkby, uh, Howard Forrington. He was the he was the man who created as much as he as he scored. And despite the fact that you may not put him in your starting eleven uh, for a, a Yeovil Town team at the moment, he's he scored his fair share of goals this this season, and there's plenty more, as you just said yourself. I think that Reese Murphy doesn't score those goals without Frank Newblay, and I think there's a there is a touch of the Warren Patmores about um, about Frank, which is the point I was trying to make, as yeah. opposed to saying he is a carbon he's going to score player. 140 goals. Well, in... <laughs> I, I don't think he can appear long enough to score 140 goals, is he, to be fair? No, I don't think so. So, no. There are differences between Frank Newblay and Warren Patmore. I, I, I am aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a lovely, lovely afternoon again. It's weird feeling, though. I... <laughs> it's, it's... In, in, in what way? It doesn't feel... It... Are we dreaming? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like I've been so used to it being rubbish for so long. So, <laughs> so just yeah, you know, there's eight wins on eight wins on the spin. Um, although you don't agree with well, seven seven wins where the first team have played, eight wins, one's a draw, but we won on penalties. Like Ben's asterisk, there were so many ask, nearly so many asterisks on my conclusions because <laughs> Ben was getting wound up that we haven't won eight. Getting wound up. Let's just blend with the facts. Let's not come on. A pain in the asterisk, you are. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've won a lot of games. We have. We haven't lost any in that run, however you look at it. No. No. Anything else to say about that game? To do some questions. I think there's quite a few tonight, isn't there? 
Is it? Well, there is on X, formerly known as Twitter. You start there. I'll have a look. There is there is a few on um, uh, on Facebook, formerly known as Facebook. I mean, oh no, there's not. There's only one. Do you want to do the one on Facebook? The one on Facebook is Kim Hubble. Can we class the result against South End as a giant killing? No. I mean, Dave, you nearly counted it as a win it's against scout. the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I did. I was like, that's 22, 21 against Stevenage. That's 22. <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, they're not an EFL club, are they? But yeah. I was driving and I saw it and I was like, I'm screaming. They're not in the league. They're, they're not, not in the league. league. You, <laughs> and you figure it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I could, uh, yeah, I could, I could feel the, uh, the, 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 I don't know what you call them. They can't call them Twitter trolls now, can you? But X trolls, I suppose. The X trolls waiting, just poised, waiting to go, oh, you fool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I, I saved myself from that indignation. Very well done. Uh, giant killing, no. I'll give you cup upset. Cup set. Cup set. Uh, Debs Curtis. Have we ever been drawn at home this many times in a row in any cup slash trophy before? Jeez. Should have CC'd Nigel Dyson into that one. Um, I don't know. This feels weird. It's, it just feels like unbelievable how many home games. Are we going to have to finish with like 12 away games on a spin or something? I hope so. <laughs> then I might bloody get to one. I tell you, I'm sick and hey, tired. It's probably closer it. to come to Yeovil than go to Worthing. How far is yeah. it to get to Hewish Park? That's a good question. <laughs> it probably is, but that is the that is the exception. Dartford, Dartford is a lot easier to get to from um uh, than than the Yeovil is. I promise you. Is it? Well, we're not playing. Well, we're not playing Dartford. It's been cancelled. No, exactly. That's what I mean. Because of the bloody FA Cup. Well, how hard is it to get to Yeovil from where you are? It can't be that far. It's, it's, it's all that it's hard. About, it's, it's about the same. It's about five hours. It's all motorways, isn't it? It is all motorways, yeah, yeah. It's about five hours. Well, you, yeah. You can't come on here saying, oh, I've got to go six hours to here. Yeah, but, when it's but like... if I start doing that, then I'm going to do not. I might as well just live on the M5. Buy a season ticket, mate. Just do yeah, it. You may as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll come and pick you up from Yeovil Junction. I was going to say, I'll, I'll have my own carbon footprint, literally. My, my, my feet will be black with carbon. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that ben Lloyd. That was Twitter. That wasn't. No, that was Facebook. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> that was Debs on Twitter. Though. I just. Uh... Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. We've moved on there. <laughs> Sorry, Debs. We never actually answered the question, did we? That's why I. Uh... We don't know. We don't know the answer. No. But we'll ask, it's we'll we're having a lot of home draws. <laughs> the Northerners are <laughs> the Northerners are upset about it. Sorry, guys. Not I mean, it's not, it's not my fault. Start with. Well, <laughs> you live beyond the wall, Dave. I've got, a, I've got a birth certificate to prove otherwise. Oh, yeah. Older shot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the North, mate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, ben Lloyd says, does it worry you that teams from higher levels could come and take some of our players? For example, young, exceptional talent. I don't know if you're saying young, exceptional talent or... Jordan Young, an exceptional talent. It's capitalised, so maybe. Realisation of the why gives it away. Um, honestly, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah we, in, in, the, in the same way that we pinched him from Chippenham last year when we were in the National League. Yeah. I say pinched. We paid for him. But if, if any high division scouts are listening, obviously, you know, don't want to bother Jordan Young. He's useless, isn't he? I, don't, I didn't even pick him in my starting 11 the other week. He's that bad. I mean, yeah, just move on. Go and look Which at oval him. player would you recommend any scouts sign, Dave? Uh, who's not playing at the moment? No. Uh, Scott Pollock. Any of them away. Yeah, Scott Pollock. That's right. Yeah. Well done, Ben. You saved him. <laughs> you did save me there. I was trying. I was trying to think of a player who's not playing. I was going to say Sendall Swipe, but then I thought that would be arse. Last time he played, he scored. So, uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, he scored and had to walk through the away end. Uh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been arse. So thank you, Ben Scott Pollock. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I do think we we do need to be a little tiny bit careful. But I presume, I presume things like contract conversations and stuff will happen at some point for these players and you know we've already seen people sign on and sort of it might be bonus based but yeah I would I would hope that those conversations do happen at some point I love that we're in October and we're like start the contract talks please because yeah. <laughs> get it signed lads <laughs> we're winning lots of games and we'd quite like that to happen to, yeah. to continue happening or we've got the cojones to reject measly offers and well yeah you know what I mean and the fact that we're still in the FA Cup and still bringing money in probably helps us have that wiggle room to say no stick a zero on the end of that please we don't need to sell Joe quickly because supporters stop coming to games in Correct. January <laughs> yes. Cup gives us cojones that's a headline there isn't it could be the title Dave oh I've got a few here okay there you go. Letting pulling the curtain back a little bit there behind the scenes of how the titles get titles get decided. Yeah. Um, Someone has to write them down. <laughs> Andy Cleave has a question here. Uh, Cleavo had a, a hat on. I think he was hiding from me at the weekend after the uh, after the defeat on Friday's episode. Um, I did say hello to him, and he didn't. You're away this Thursday. I am away. Oh, there you go. Quiz is going. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm around Thursday. This Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday I'm away. Clevo um, says, are the two Northern Glovers selfishly hoping for a replay? No. Oh. I don't want a replay <laughs> at all. Ben's nodding and Dave says no. Yeah. It's, 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 a, a, well, it's not a lot closer to Ben than it is to me, but it's still a bloody Pretty long far, one. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's still a good three hours. It would also remove a home game because I believe that's the midweek that we play Farnborough. The replay would have to go in there. I don't think anyone wants a replay after that game, do you? No. No. It, it would be, um, yeah, <laughs> to say it would be an inconvenience is an understatement. Um, what was it Callum said in our chat earlier? Don't draw, some, whatever you do, don't draw, something like that. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Definitely feels like the way to go. Either win, get through, or call it a day, concentrate on the league. Lily White Glover. Hi there. Hi there. Hi. Inspired by the massive W Fest that we are currently enjoying, could you possibly rattle off a quick fire all time Glovers five aside team of players whose names begin with a W? Thanks. Wheel? Wheel. Wheels at the wheel. Uh, got to be Williams, isn't there? Gavin, obviously. Yeah. Morgan. Andy. Morgan. <laughs> Wano. Andy. <laughs> 
Could just all be Williams's. Be Roy Whale. Way. Way. He could be the manager. Liam Walsh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's more than five, isn't it? Wagonar? Yeah. I don't think Wagonar oh, gets. Yes. I don't think Wagonar yeah. gets in head of wheel, though, does he? Well, I don't know. Will, nice Will. Close. One He's on, on the bench. Williams, Way. <laughs> Is there a striker? Paul uh, Warren. Paul Warren, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Andy Welsh. Andy Luke Welsh. Robinson. We could do 11. We could do an 11, I think. Yeah. At yeah. this rate. Right. Wills in goal. Yeah. Morgan Williams right back. Yeah. Uh, Jake With... Wannell and Paul Watton at the back. Um, Paul Watton was more of a midfielder, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to have Whitler left back. Yeah. Byron Webster. Yeah, there you go. Webster at the back with Waddle. Yeah. Moving forward into midfield, 4-4-2. By by the way, Luke Wilkinson's fuming right now. Well. He was injured uh, too much. Um, (laughs) Midfield. Gavin Williams got to be in midfield, surely. Yeah. Super Gav. Super Gav. Yeah. Paul Watton. Paul Watton. Andy Welsh. Andy Welsh. Andy Williams and Paul Warren up front. There you go. There you go. You got more than your money there. Guy Whittingham fuming. Oh, yeah. Guy Whittingham, yeah. He can be on the bench with Leroy Wagner. Leroy Wagner, Josh Wagner, Guy Whittingham, Luke Wilkinson, and Simon Weatherston on the bench. Weatherston. It's crap, wasn't he, Weatherston? Yeah. Liam Walsh on the bench. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, it's Liam Walsh on the bench. Yeah. Well, Charlie Wakefield can't get a look in, can't get a kick. You have to send him to Woking, another W. <laughs> right, my head's spinning. Is Darren Way player manager? Uh, Maybe we take Darren Way out and put Liam Walsh in because that was the only time Darren Way was any good as a manager because Liam Walsh was in the team. Okay, you can do that if you want. We need a, man- we need a manager that begins with W. And that has managed us or has gone on to manage? Well, I think these players have all played for us. Yeah, well, so I think the manager should have. If we had any other W, manager beginning with a W, probably is. Someone will tell us another one. Yeah, back in the day, <laughs> right? Uh, Mike, evening. Evening, evening. Mike. With things starting to click and players beginning to blossom, which footballer are you trying hardest not to fall in love with? Hashtag, don't fall in love with footballers. David Webb's the manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Darren, you're back into centre midfield, mate. Well, it's probably, well, probably a lost cause. Listening, listening to Ben speak to Chris Phillips, he's lost cause with uh, Reese Murphy. He's well and truly infatuated there, isn't he? Um, Jordan Young. Jake well, he, he didn't make your team two weeks ago. And now, I know, now... yeah, yeah. Well, and uh, and 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 I think you know the uh, the inspirational nature of my comments have obviously uh, sparked him into action. Not before time. <laughs> Not before time. Not before time. I don't know who I'm going for. I I think Jake Warnell. And I think that will become Jordan Stevens because I still think I want to see the best out of him. But right now, Jake Warnell. Josh, I was. Oh, just because his dad was there. Just because you want his dad's job back. <laughs> <laughs> He's welcome to it. I've enjoyed standing up. 
Um, no, I I think ours has been brilliant since he's come in, and I think wow. he, I I think we've played better with him in the team. He's he's a classy player. I find I haven't seen a lot of him, obviously, but when I see clips and when I see him involved, the word I keep coming back to in my head is classy. He's calm. He can do a bit of everything as well. Yeah. He's a midfielder that does a bit of everything. It's not just like, oh, he's a tackler. Oh, he's a ball player. He can tackle. He can run with the ball. He can pass the ball. He can score. He's just got... And he's left-footed as well. It's that the cultured left-footed. You've got to think for left-footed, haven't you? Uh, I don't know. Tom Knowles didn't, didn't have yeah, left-footed. Yeah, you've got to think for lefties. I'm convinced you've got to think for well, lefties. Well, I am left I am a lefty myself, so... There you go. Yeah. We we look after each other. In the union. Look after our own. Uh okay. Oliver Dickinson. Okay, well, Oliver Dickinson. Got, I like the fact that we've got new names. Yeah. New names emailing. Tweeting. Yeah. What is everyone's thoughts on Michael Smith so far? Oh. Well, can I can I give you Elliot's question as well? Can we do, can we? Yeah, is this a yeah, Michael yeah. Smith Michael Smith question time? Oh, it's a it's a Michael Smith question because that's the only player he talks about. So it's a two parter <laughs> from Elliot. Uh, one and this this also answers Oliver's question about what not everyone but certainly Elliot thinks of Michael Smith. Part one is Michael Smith in the list of the top five most talented players you've ever seen in green? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, well and truly so. jumping in with both feet into a pool of positivity here. <laughs> One word answer, Ian? Yes or no? Uh, no. Ben, yes or no? Not top five, no. No. Um part Is he two. top ten? Okay. <laughs> you put it in top ten, Ben. Or you just not you just don't wanna you just wanna leave a little bit of grey area there so <laughs> you don't upset I've never, someone too. I've much. never seen the guy play. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. Um, part two of Elliot's questions is you can only pick one Jamie McAllister Luke Ayling or Michael Smith Luke Ayling Ben Luke Ayling yeah Dave and, and well so hey, Dave said, can you answer these questions as well I, I I I answered within seconds of him sending me this message <laughs> the answers were no Ayling <laughs> next question <laughs> and, and do you know his response you're old that's what he said to me which and, is and true but in that conversation everyone's right yeah, <laughs> which is true, but I so so he said, uh, he said on Yeovil form only, I find it harder to pick between Maka and Smith. And I said, well, how many Premier League games have they got between them? And he said, is uh, as Yeovil players based on their time as Yeovil players alone? How many games has Michael Smith played? Well, exactly. This is my <laughs> point. He hasn't even he's been here a month. I mean, I, I would played say two seasons, right? Yeah. So at the highest level we've ever played. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and 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 Michael Smith, whilst a very good player, don't get me wrong, from what I've seen of him anyway, he's playing against part time teams a lot of the week, a lot of the time. Anyway, yeah. So I, I will say this to appease Mr. Elliot Watts. If Michael Smith is still this good down our right hand side when he's thirty seven in League Two. I think there might be a case to be case to be made. I wouldn't disagree, um, yeah. I the more I hear about him and the more that I see and the more that I sort of take in from the outside looking in, the less I understand what the hell he's doing at our football club. <laughs> yeah. 
how how has he gone on trial at XYZ Club over the course of the summer and nobody said, yeah, Cheltenham have conceded 20 goals this season. He would walk into that defence. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He should be nowhere near this football club and long may it continue because, yeah, I hope, I hope he's got a, a number in his release clause to take it easy so that we can rule out the idea of him having someone coming in for him and thinking, we'll give you one season in the Football League. Ridiculous signing. Big fan. Big, big fan. hope Matt Ugler's not listening. Shh. <laughs> not supposed to say that name either. Oh, sorry. Um, but what are everyone's thoughts on Michael Smith? I think we've kind of covered it. He's really good and mm. has made our defence significantly better as well. I think the, the him and Joe Day have made us so much stronger at the back. And like Joe Day's even got a song. I can't remember the last time like a player like got a song so quickly. Um, yeah. I think he, he got it in his first game, didn't he? I think he's been. <laughs> he earned it in his first game. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Alex Wales, with all these home games and with the way Cooper likes to play, should we be concerned about the pitch? It looked like it was cutting up in areas on Saturday. Sounded like it too. What were your verdicts, guys? It was right in front of Ian, but it looked like it was on the on the stream. Yeah, it's almost, and I couldn't notice it. Obviously, couldn't notice it at the other end. Um, but the certainly the Thatcher's end, it just seems to come up quite easily. Um, no real sort of action or like a you know a bit of a change of direction, and a chunk comes out. Players slipping here and there. Um, maybe it's a, I don't know, I'm not an expert and I'm sure someone listening will be able to tell us whether this is total codswallop or not, but it feels like all that stuff that went on at the start of the year, trying to melt the pitch and that stuff, it probably hasn't done it, <laughs> probably hasn't done it a massive amount of favours. I know that that end of the pitch has always been a bit bad for draining. I remember a few games at the start, uh, a few games ago, it was when Darren Sarr was the manager. And there were games that were called off and the water, like everywhere else is fine. But right by the Thatcher's end, mm. in the corner flag towards the main stand, just water just did not run away from yeah. the pitch. So, yeah. Constantly feel... in the shade as well, I suppose. As a, the, well, every other part of the pitch probably gets some sun on it, doesn't it? Well, that was the problem in the winter, wasn't it? The, the sun never got high enough to melt the penalty spot. Yeah. It's got a bit of a break now, obviously, with that Worthing game being away. But it's got two, it's got it's three and four straight after that. And it's, I mean, they're big games, aren't they? Our seagull bothering friends, Braintree and then Gateshead. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't know anything about groundskeeping, but I imagine it's not been easy for them, especially going into this tough part of the season. I don't know whether, like you say, we next bit of investment with the FA Cup money is some of those big fancy lamp things to go over the home penalty area or something. I don't know, but yeah. I, uh, I feel like the last time we did anything was probably that season when we played at Dorchester for the start of the season, that we did anything sort, of, we? anything sort of drastic with it. So, um, don't know. It doesn't feel like it's something that can be fixed. No, you can't. Not during me. the season uh, sort of thing, can it? So it's, you know, maybe it's a, maybe when we play our job, yeah, maybe when we play our eight away games in a row, we got a chance to get on it. 
but yeah. imagine it's easy. Can't imagine it's it's fun for the moment. I imagine they're working damn hard because the one thing that I did notice, obviously, that a lot was talked about the the passing, and actually, yeah. when it's flat, we're we're playing good football on it, aren't we? So yeah, actually, yeah. It must still be a good surface. Yeah, if it's just breaking up a bit. Yeah, I think it's just those sort of sudden actions. I think there was the game. Where was it when Morgan Williams? I think it was Chelmsford when Morgan Williams played in centre, played CDM, and kept. He slipped over a load of times mm. in that game. Um, yeah, yeah. Tricky one, but there's people there who know more about these sort of things than us three plebs. Josh Stoughton will sort him out. Yeah. Knows his lawns. Does. He does. It's a bit bigger than a lawn, though, isn't it? Depends how big your house is. <laughs> it's a big True. lawn, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dexter Tyson, a very good evening to you all. And a very good evening to you, too. Start one. Yep. Bench one. Yep. And sell one. Oh when they were at their very best for us. P. Jevons, R. Murphy, P. Madden. Ben's going to bench Murphy just to wind him up. Um, I would... Yeah, at the, at the peak of their powers, I'd, I'd keep Jevons, I'd sell Paddy, and I'd uh, have Murphy on the bench. I'd do the same because I think you'd get a load for Paddy because he was young. Yeah, yeah, and and this was before he had his um his falling out with Gary, wasn't it? If he was at the peak of his powers, we saw him got, just after the playoff final. Before we got pulled off at half time at Millwall for Michael yes. and Goo. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out well, didn't it? Who who Michael and Goo who wouldn't make the uh, who, who Michael and Goo <laughs> who wouldn't make the the eleven of surname ends, would he? Um. I'm going to go for the same. I think you're going to get... I think we had Jevons at his absolute best for longer. So I think that just gives him the nudge. And yeah, cheese Murphy off. Bring him on. Lovely. Yeah, I think that's the right way of doing it. That's there not like question. I don't like that. You didn't like that question? No, I didn't like it. Well, you know, what to do. you know what to do, Dexter. <laughs> More of those, please. <laughs> More of those. <laughs> Let's make Ben as uncomfortable as possible. Um, Paul Strange, last one here. Paul Strange, did any of you end up watching the stream from the slightly dodgy-looking website? I succumbed after seeing they took PayPal, so hopefully my bank account is safe. I did exactly the same thing, Paul Strange. I um, uh, yeah, I, I went through PayPal as well. So uh, yeah, they can. The gods of whoever that is can look after me instead. <laughs> gods of PayPal. Yes. Look after you all. All hell, the PayPal gods. <laughs> right, that's it. No more questions, Your Honour. Cheers, lads. Cool. Under Worthing. Under <laughs> Worthing on a pitch that must not be named. I'm just going to uh, start off now. <laughs> the Japs. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. 